So yeah, it'd be a little weird if I just brought you randomly. Like, well, he knows me. I know he knows you, but you know he's paying for, for all the, for a few the beers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Welcome back to uh, two gays in the mic. Hello, and I'm the mic. I'm Sergio. I'm one of the gays. And I'm Ando, the other gay. Guys, ruining living color. Dun dun dun. Now in technicolor. In color. Oh, yeah, technicolor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, technicolor. <laughs> Jeez. I remember that stuff. So, what's on today? Well, well, wait, before, wait, before I ask about today's topics, how was everyone's weekend? Uh, mine was interesting. Yeah. To say the least. Really? What happened? We watched um, At World's End. Mm hmm. Right? <laughs> Yes. And that was freaking crazy. If you've never seen At World's End, I highly recommend it. It's one of the, in my opinion now, one of my most favorite out of the three uh, movies made from that guy. What's his name again? I forget his name. Oh, jeez. No, the director? Anyway, he's the guy who made Shaun of the Dead. He's the guy who's made Hot Fuzz. Um, and he, his third movie is this one, mm. right? In, in the trilogy of whatever. It's really good. I'm not going to spoil it, but it sends you on a, on a twist. Um, we watched Moana this weekend. Yeah, I remember you guys watching Moana. Yeah, we almost ruined it for Rondo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he almost enjoyed it. He almost. He literally came in, tried to sit down and asked one question. And once he started realizing that we went like on a tangent and how the water is trying to like... Sexually abused the child. <laughs> he oh got gosh. up and left. <laughs> oh gosh! The water touches children. Okay, it, it's Moana. The water touches everything. He gets away with it because people support him. And we, we put it in it our bodies. He? You don't know if it's a he. It could be a she. In my opinion, I thought the water was a she. Was it a she? I think it was a she. Mm. You haven't even seen the movie. What do you mean? Was it a she? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'll support the men in this channel. It's okay. <laughs> What about you, Mike? Uh, I mean, I was also there to watch Moana and The World's End. and mm. We, uh, yeah, we all had a good time. It was definitely interesting. Ordered some pizza. Oh, uh, yeah, that pizza was good. It was yummy. It was salty. Yeah, I think it was the mushrooms. <laughs> it was the mushrooms. <laughs> it's weird when it's like we've had the pepperoni. Before, you're like, oh, the pepperoni is just normal. Then you get the mushrooms. Like, why are the mushrooms the salty part of it? Yeah, the mushrooms are <laughs> supposed to be, like, a bit moist, isn't it? Shout out to uh, Valencia Pizza. Valencia is delicious. Sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> we know you sponsor those children in all their sporting events, okay? <laughs> oh, God. We can, Support we a couple can gay children. guys and Mike. We can be children. We can do sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe worse than those children, mind you, but still we can do it. Yeah. Do uh, water sports count? Mm, oh, gosh. That's up to the beach place. Well, polo. I mean, it's... Water e polo. Water polo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I spent my weekend uh, at a... Well, I spent part of my weekend at a cottage. Got to see the stars. Um, and I, I, I definitely smelled like campfire. The... Like when I when I when I got home. Don't you love the smell of campfire? I though? love the smell of campfire. Trust me, when I go and I'm in front of a campfire and then I go home, I don't wash my clothes. Because <laughs> I love it. That stuff. I love it too, honestly. Like when I walk down, because in Canada, a lot of people 
make fires. Yes. Right? So, not, okay, wait, that sounds wrong. A lot of people making fires sounds like people are just um, pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> just like pyros, just making fires. No, a lot of people actually uh, like to like make their own bonfires in the backyard and so forth. So, you could be walking on the street and it just smells like like uh, firewood. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds exciting. I think we already need to uh, take a small pause here. And, uh, and we'll be right back with the dance. And we're back. So, Sergio had to leave us, unfortunately. No, Sergio turned into Shanice. Surprise! <laughs> Woo! Those gender reassignment surgeries go uh, real quick. Yes, they do. You know, got to support our troops in America. Woot woot. Because the president won't. So. so, how was your weekend, Shanice? Uh, interesting. Um, I was also there to watch uh, At World's End. Um, yeah, it is a very fascinating movie. I'll put it that way. You think it's going in one direction, but... Uh, trust me, it's not. It went in five? It went in five. Yeah. Yes, it did. Just like the band. Indeed. <laughs> and the um, characters. And the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we did also watch Moana. I had to uh, vouch for the ocean not being a pedophile because, you know, it's the ocean. It and lured children in with shells. It did not lure and children then in tried with to shells. Drown her. And it did not try to drown her. It chose her, and if you've watched Matt Pat's film theory, you know exactly why. I have watched it. It still lured her in. Oh, Jesus. Just like the rest <laughs> of its victims. Oh, gosh. Moana's a goddess. She controls you. Any, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. Anyways. Spoilers. Um, also, we watched... It's like the first five minutes of the Death movie. Death Note, the live <laughs> action version. Oh, yes. Wait, there has been already, like, Three Japanese live action versions. This one, this watch is Netflix the, version. Netflix, yes. okay. The American live action. The Americanized version. Yeah. Um. So, uh, one thing that you will quickly learn about me is that I am a anime slash manga enthusiast. I'm an otaku. She's a huge so nerd. I'm not a huge nerd. And I'm a fujoshi. I'm not a fujoshi. And a neat. And I'm not a neat. Um, anyways, not neat and tidy. I I judge things very harshly. If the anime doesn't stack up with the manga, I'll call it out. If the manga was made after the anime and it doesn't stack up, I will call it out. That being said, the uh, wonderful well, I call it wonderful. It's not wonderful. The the Death Note Americanized Netflix version was not entirely terrible. So they set it up in a way where it's like if the Death Note had landed in the States instead of Japan. Japan. And, eh, you know, I wish they had chosen a different lead actor to play Light. Honestly, that uh, the actor who played him was the same actor from 13 Reasons Why. I liked him in 13 Reasons Why. did not like him in Nate Death Wolf. Note. Yeah, no, not a fan. Um... Uh, I didn't like his girlfriend. She was useless as all hell. Uh, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory, but shout out to Willem Dafoe. Consistently yeah. killing the game. I don't think I've ever watched 
a production that Willem Dafoe was in that I didn't like, his performance specifically. He really does carry Death Note, and he's only in it for a few scenes at a time, but anytime he's there, you are intimidated, you're scared, and you're intrigued. So if for nothing else, even if you have to fast forward through all the other parts of Death Note, <laughs> watch Willem Dafoe. He played Ryuk, right? He yeah, did. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. And we weren't sure at first because we really went into this completely blind. And you hear the voice and you're like, okay, I think it's him. Yeah. And then you hear the laugh. And you're like, yeah, that's, like, that's Willem. That's Green him. Goblin all the way. Yes, well, absolutely. Well, I, I would say Shanice didn't go into it blind. Maybe you did because you wear glasses. Well, oh. I've seen it. Like, I've seen both the Japanese and... Actually, no, I've just watched the anime. I haven't actually read the manga. You haven't read the manga? Ooh. I've um, watched uh, it both, is worth it. both Death Note 1 and Death Note 2, the live-action Japanese movie. And, uh, yeah, I've seen those. How were they? Uh, very red-hot chili pepper-ish. I mean, they played a, like they played a lot of red hot chili pepper for like the trailer to basically like push the movie but uh yeah it, it was it was good um apparently it didn't follow like the storyline that they had it did not like it, it it wasn't consistent with like the anime but uh so far they had a good way of telling the story i mean the irony of people complaining that it's not a carbon copy of the manga or the anime mm-hmm but, I mean, neither was the Japanese version. Well, to be <laughs> fair, uh, when it comes to the live-action version of a lot of Japanese productions of stuff, like even uh, for Kuroshitsuji, which is Black Butler, um, Attack on Titan, stuff like that, it's, they take very artistic liberties because people are not so much watching it, at least the Japanese audience, they're not watching it for authenticity. Mm-hmm. They're watching it for like an extension on the universe whereas the, the western side north of the america hemisphere, yeah, just wants plain we boring want, we want the exact <laughs> down to the 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 punctuation it has to be spot on just like why did scarlett johansson play the lead character in ghost in a shell because it didn't <laughs> matter she was just a shell i know that's why it's like you can complain oh well she's asian You're like yeah her original self was still Asian until she died, and then they put her in the shell. Correct. That's all the shell was. The shell is just a shell. But we could all agree that Tilda Swinson is not Tibetan. No. Well. But I also know other Tibetans that aren't really Tibetan-looking. Tibetan well, yeah, yeah. They, there are other people that live there. Yeah. It's kind of like complaining if... There's a white dude in Africa. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of culture in every country. Just like how there's Asians in Jamaica. Exactly. There's people of all ethnicities just about everywhere in the world. Yeah. People go where the jobs are. True. Very true. So, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I saw a lot of people hating on the choice of main actor just because he was an Asian. Yeah. But then not complaining that the other characters weren't also Asian seemed a little biased. <laughs> I think they were just complaining because it's some white guy and they wanted 
just about anything but a white guy playing a lead role. Yeah. Well, well, for the longest time, it was white people getting like most of like the casting callbacks and stuff like that. Which I get. Even even like but, I mean, back people... in the '60s and stuff like that, to play a black person, it was just basically a white person under in black. black yeah, in blackface. depending on the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I get that. It's just they went with a direction. People complain about the white guy, but didn't complain about any of the other characters. <laughs> Because you're not important. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I get the... He probably wasn't the best choice just because it was a bit bland. But at the same time, I think that was the direction they wanted to go mm. and build him up from there. Yeah. Because then similar people also said by the end of it, they did enjoy where he ended up. You know? Yeah. They they appreciated how he grew as a character by the end of it when you realize a lot of things that happen, which I'm trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot of thought that goes into the ending, and I did appreciate that character growth. Yeah. I think it would be <clears throat> intriguing to see it continue in the next film i would like to see like again i don't want to spoil anything but i would like to see him use his hyper intelligence like almost sherlock holmes it i think that for me even in the anime i found it a bit boring like yeah it added more to the cat and mouse where you're just trying to take two unrealistic characters and pin them against each other. Well, that's true. But I mean, like, for, for Light himself, I would like to... Because, oh, yeah, I can't really do it without without spoilers. But uh, due to his current situation, I would like to see him reach the point of, of hyper-intelligence where he's able to predict his his enemies' movements even before they make it so that he's now a better match for L. And I think I would like to see L be a little bit more... I like how he was humanized in this version because similar to what you said, in the Japanese <laughs> yeah. version, he's just... He's a genius, but he takes he takes things seriously, but it's almost like he's more interested in the game, in the chase itself, rather than getting actual results. Yeah. I like that they humanized him, but I'd like to see him really lose it. I'd like to see him go completely insane. Because so you I want think, him completely unhinged? Yes. I would love to see him unhinged because that would... Essentially, in the American version, they would have switched the way they were the Japanese version because in the Japanese version, um, Light was more unhinged, where L was like completely composed, like all the time, and yeah. you know, vice versa. So yeah. And also in America, in yeah. America, like, America, <laughs> uh, people do not like. I, I I find that in America, people do not really care that much about keeping composed or like composure and stuff like that so seeing seeing like the american version like you know like where they just lose their minds and just like go crazy on each other like i, I don't mean like go crazy where it's like light on l type of like yeah <laughs> yeah we type of thing but like no just <laughs> just you know i'm sure she has already read it <laughs> um, rule 36 of the internet <laughs> yeah. okay 
So today's topic. Well, topics. I mean, we have a few. Basically, all around Nintendo. Nintendo's been yes. uh, a little busy this week. Um, I feel like we'll talk about a bit of their. You know, PAX West is coming up this weekend. Nice. Uh, so, you know, we're gonna see some of the Super Nintendo stuff. Um, it's it's hard to say what they might show off because they just did an announcement about uh, some other games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're. Do you think they're gonna show off any? I guess more mainstream titles this weekend. Um. I have I have no idea if they will, but my what I'm curious about is if like you could for what they're announcing is if like they this console can we talk about the console? Sure, why not? That's an yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm curious if you could actually like if you had an SNES back in the day and you had games and cartridges if you could put those cartridges in or if it just comes with preloaded games and you're just stuck with those preloaded games. I mean, it's, it's the lesser evil than trying to figure out how would you manufacture the cartridges again? Because right now they don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how would you be able to play any games on it now? But what if you have the games already? Well, I mean, find a con like there are third parties who make, uh, remakes of the consoles. Yeah. Even better versions with HDMI. <laughs> um, possibly. Maybe we'll try getting one. Nice. Um, I mean, hey, we do have the original Sega. Yes. Genesis. Yeah. 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 Genesis. I w- Not the Bible. One thing, one thing that I wish that I owned, because I, I like consoles that ran with discs. I know, like... Some some of them weren't that good, but like I mean, I have the Sega Dreamcast, but I'm one like I've always wondered what it would be like to own like a Sega Saturn CD. I mean, we have them. We do. Yeah, I have the disc attachment for the what? Sega Genesis. What? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I don't know. Cartridges are kind of like love hate, mm-hmm. where it's like. They're great because they can potentially hold more, but then kind of suck because sometimes the pins wear out. Yeah. Um, but now we're at the point where CDs are on their way out because they can only hold so much information. Like there's just no interest in progressing that technology. Yeah. Whereas cartridges, on the other hand, have had huge improvements. Yeah. You know, you can have. 200 plus gigabytes on a tiny little card you know takes up no space even in your hand and gets lost just like the rest of the change in your pocket i like things that take up space in my hand i'm sure you do (laughs) (laughs) but also with with uh one of the reasons why i feel like cds are on their way out is because moving parts moving parts especially if you're running on, like, batteries or anything like that, moving parts take up a lot of energy. Well, because they move, one. But, uh, like, things that just are read and written on a cartridge, which don't move, um, 
don't take up as much uh, don't take up as much energy. Then they have less chance of failing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. All those small moving parts, they're the first ones to go. Yep, with all the scratches, the nicks and Oh my god, yeah, especially grief. those stupid disk drives yep. that end up faulting and scratching your disk. Yeah. I don't appreciate those. Yeah, cuz a screw came loose. Uh, uh, don't even talk to me about that. And it's always the disk drive that goes first on any system. Yeah. Yep. Xbox 360, red ring because of the disk drive. PS3, disk drive doesn't work. <laughs> so everything else works, but the damn disk drives. Why won't this PS3 swallow my disks? It used to. <laughs> well, maybe if you buy a dinner and tell it it's pretty. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Maybe. It's not even a guarantee. It's a maybe. <laughs> so speaking of Xbox yeah. and sucking, uh, they're trying to suck a little less. Ooh, so really? How? Microsoft has put out an open invitation to developers to create fully cross-platform games between uh, Xbox One, Windows, PC... Nintendo, and possibly mobile. Really? Yep. They're saying it's the right choice and right direction to make. Yeah. People love playing games. People have a very strong fan base for the system that they prefer. Yeah. So some people, you know, PC Master Race. Woo! Us Nintendo fanboys. Woo! And people who love Xbox, which I'm sure there's a few of them out there. <laughs> but uh, on what systems, though? Have they announced it? Not systems. So they're talking about developing games that work between consoles. Yeah. So you could do online gaming of whatever new game coming out. I'm sure like Nintendo's IPs won't be shared. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Xbox probably isn't going to share IPs. Mm -hmm. What they're talking about is getting developers to create new and fresh IPs that aren't locked down to a single console. Yeah. So that the online presence, gaming, social interaction can be had between any console, excluding Sony, because, you know, Sony doesn't like to share. Yeah. So I'm really interested in this idea. You know, it's... It's going to take a few years, being as if they're just talking about the concept now, you know, you have at least another year of, of getting the, the groundwork laid just before you start even developing this first game. Yeah. You know, there's going to be hiccups, there's going to be issues. Probably by the next-gen consoles, we could be seeing some real cross-platforming. Yeah. Which would be exciting, to think, you know, now that Nintendo's being taken more seriously by developers and there's a lot more interest in them, yeah, it would be a good time because there's a strong presence for PC, there's a huge presence for Nintendo right now, and there's, you know, always been a strong gaming presence on the Xbox One, One yeah. S, whatever it ends up being next. So it's... Uh, I'm excited for it. What do you think about it? I'm sticking with my PS3, uh, with, well, with PlayStation. Like, I think my next console that I'm planning on investing in 
is a PS4. Okay. The slim or the regular? Uh, well, the Pro. Oh, the Pro. Yeah. So, what do you like more about PlayStation? Uh, I don't know. I like. I, I, there are there are little like things like, I mean, um, there are things that came out for the PS3 that never made it to the Xbox. But I know it also works the other way. There's things that came out for the Xbox that never made it on PlayStation. And um, I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm a Sony fanboy. I, I do get Sony does have a lot of the exclusive Japanese like anime titles. Yeah. Um, but so does Xbox. Like I know Xbox had like not some as, Tales games. They've had some, but yeah. Sony really owns it for like all of the all the good like anime adaption games. Like did uh did Kingdom Hearts come out for Xbox? Like for any Xbox consoles? Not that I know no, of. No. Yeah, I, I know. So. All I know that it came out for is like, well, I know of a game that came <laughs> out on the three a three DS, the yeah. DS, uh, PS two. Yeah. And PS three. I'm not sure about PS three, but I don't know about PS three. I think mm. uh, they did a reboot on the PS three. Mm. I think they did like. Two point wow. They did one of those like in between games. games yeah. yeah. And then uh you and I played Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I'm not sure if that came out on Xbox, but I mean that was a fun game. Yeah, I don't know if it did. There's there's not I guess a lot of titles that really stick out in my mind for Xbox. Yeah. That aren't, you know, available on other platforms. And I guess if Xbox does come out with, like, a portable machine, then maybe I might switch over and be an Xbox, like, fanatic. But, like, I'm, I've been a Sony fanboy since, like, the PSP. Cause Fair enough. PSP was good. It was good. And it was pretty powerful for a portable, like, gaming system. Oh, yeah. It was, it was very popular. Yeah. And it did do a lot of things that especially at that time you know being that uh pre-smartphone era yeah because it came out what 2003 yeah. yeah they had they basically had like a lineup that you would see nowadays for at the apple store well yeah you think it had its own mobile browser on it yeah sure the discs were a bit weird mm -hmm. but they weren't terrible umds yeah those stupid umds you could get movies on them too oh wow okay hashi <laughs> <laughs> um but same thing they kept a lot of those exclusive uh mobile um like anime games on there you know yeah. they had gundam dragon ball z tekken 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 was out in the psp they had uh final fantasy they had power stone I love Power Stone for the Dreamcast, and they brought out both of the games for PSP. Exactly. Loved it. It's, it's, it's one of those, they had a very strong game lineup for it, and technology in it that we hadn't seen in a device that small yet. Yeah. You know, until Apple ripped it out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you think, Shanice? Um... Let me start out by saying I am extremely ecstatic about the fact that this invitation has opened up to all different platforms. 
Um, I've been following, excluding PlayStation, (laughs) not PlayStation. No, but um, I have been following the indie game scene for quite some time. Like it's been about a decade at this point. I'm not a nerd, and I have seen some wonderful games come out of indie developers where so much time and effort has been put into the storyline, into the art, into the movement, and of course these things are not really discovered and played by a lot of people, that's why they stay indie, because they're only available on PC. And this is a chance for developers to expand their market It's a chance for developers to get their games known. And it's also just, they're just going to be a plethora of of so many, we're going to see so many good titles come out of this. Of course, I'm worried about the absolutely crap games that are going to come out, like asset flip games where, uh, like, if anybody remembers Flappy Bird. And how when Flappy Bird went down, there were like a million other ones ready to replace it. And it was just like the bird of flap. Crossy roads. Yeah, just ridiculous rip-offs of stuff like that. Crossy roads is not a rip-off. Crossy roads is pretty good. but Crossy roads is a rip-off of Frogger. Yeah. (laughs) We all know it. Okay. It's not that much of a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, we're going to see games like... Uh, you know, like Undertale that now has a huge cult following. Even stuff like Minecraft, where it was Ooh. just originally available on PC, and of course they had to bring it to things like the Xbox. And the, the amount of of content that came out of it, people building their own custom maps, their own assets. Like I can't tell you how many different game packs I've seen that just looks so amazing. Like they had a a Far Cry. Adaptate or a Far Cry map pack, a Fallout map pack. I've seen so many of just so cool. So I'm very excited to see what developers are going to come up with. Um, I'm excited that I'm going to be able to sit in my room with my DS and play with whoever on a different system and just play a very awesome game. So I'm I'm extremely excited. Well, that's why I was also wondering what systems will it be out for because like I mean, um, there's a Switch. That's out now. Yeah. And then there's the 3DS, but will it be available on the 3DS? I, think, I mean... I think that'll depend on I, the market. Yeah. Like, it, they'll probably... Nintendo will probably just have to... Especially for Nintendo. I'm not really worried about, like, Microsoft. They're a huge company. If they yeah. want to roll out another console tomorrow, they will do it. Yeah. And it'll sell. Yeah. Just, it, it will sell. Yeah. As for Nintendo, because they're... Even though the Switch is very popular... Yeah. Things like the DS are still very niche. Yeah. So I think if they're going to want to make things available on the Nintendo DS, they're going to have... They're going to sit down and take a very hard look at whether or not... The, the amount of DS users out there is even worth it. Yeah. Well, with that, kind of brings us to uh, Nintendo's killing off the Miiverse. No. no. Which, realistically, I'm not seeing the 3DS lasting much longer. It's already an old console. It's true. Um, I jumped onto that, but late. <laughs> well... I mean, so did I. I waited till uh, Pokemon forced me to purchase it. Yeah, Pokemon X was around the time that I purchased mine as well. 
Yeah, so I got mine for Pokemon. Um, but by that time, you know, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers. Yep. There was a bunch of reasons to get it. It's just Pokemon was my main reason. Mm. And at least by the time that came out, other games had already been out. You know, the any kind of like bugs or issues with the console had already been worked out by that point. So for me, it was a good time to just wait, pick it up when it wasn't going to be, you know, harder to find because it was somewhat popular at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to be around forever, right? Yeah. Like sure. it's at the point where if Nintendo is going to do something next, either they'll have a new console being announced for next year. Or the year after, but I'm not. You're I'm optimistic. Not very much, like exceedingly, lacking optimism for it to last longer than that because it's just, it's old. Yep. What console is really lasting that long? Like I'm surprised it's gone this far. Yeah. Without them doing a more major reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, they have the new 2DS, which is great, but you do get the feeling they are going that direction with it. Yep. Maybe, maybe with the 2DS, they're going to get everyone used to going back to 2D gaming. And plus, and plus with, like, the last Pokemon, that wasn't even 3D at all. Like, uh, No, not really. Moon and Sun, that was not 3D at all. Well, a lot of the 3D games now are barely 3d yeah like it's just not an interest for developers even like i think dragon quest 8 the only thing that was 3d about that game was the save screen yeah it just makes it look like it's got a bit more dynamic to it yeah but it's not much yeah you know it's not like other games where before it was like a huge selling point to make it yeah, like jump out at you and have um more like 3d interactive like luigi's mansion yeah but now it's just it's just not that interesting for the fans mm. and you know for sure it's just not that interesting for developers mm. you know i don't think it it's necessarily an easy console to develop for yeah because we haven't seen a lot of indie games for it yeah um unlike the switch which is having like a lot of indie games being mm -hmm. developed for it. And now with the Miiverse getting killed off, you know, the Miiverse was kind of the essential part of the 3DS. Yeah. You know, that was your communication kind of. Yeah. So now that's dead. So it's like, are they going to start getting rid of the Mii characters within the games? Which... Yeah, some of them they actually are. Yeah. Um, so instead of certain information showing up on the on like the the screens of some of the games like Mario, it's literally just gonna be the regular screen. Just uh regular maps and stuff. Yeah. So they're saying it's gonna affect over twenty three DS games and seventy Wii U games. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just not surprising. Like the system's been selling Less and less. Uh, I think last year was 7 million consoles, down from the 16 million 
from the first year. And they're doing yeah. it r like five years, like right before its fifth birthday, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just not that surprising. Like yeah. Nintendo's going to put more of their resource into the Switch, which yeah. doesn't have Miiverse. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, as soon as the new console doesn't have something, mm -hmm. the other something's about to die. Yeah. It's, it's just the way the market goes. In my opinion, I find that the 3DS was like came out at the right time. Like at that time when the 3DS came out, uh, 3D TVs were in. Remember yeah. when we would yeah, when the 3D huge TVs range. were were in, you'd have to like purchase glasses or like some other like uh, companies made 3D TVs that mm. you didn't need glasses for. Yeah, the 3DS came out at the right time because everyone was searching for 3D, something that could do 3D at that time. But after a while, people got tired of the 3D, and now we just you know we want the 2D clarity back. You know yeah. that's why we have 4K TVs now. We have, I mean. It's a fad throughout history, right? Like they even showed in cinema, you know, the '60s with the in 3D. Watch yeah. those slashers come get you, and we see it now too. Even 3D movies in theaters aren't really 3D like they used to be. Nothing's yeah. jumping out through the screen at you, you know. Before, when people used to reach out and try to touch you, and even in IMAX. now, it's just. Moana with the water trying to touch children. Oh god! <laughs> but what about IMAX? I feel like IMAX like they they tend to keep a lot of three aspects when it comes out in IMAX theaters. They try, but honestly, the entire three D thing is just it's it's gimmicky. Mm -hmm. That and it's very expensive to produce. Yes, it and is. what happens a lot of times is studios will focus so much on. Uh, trying to utilize the 3D that it, the story ends up suffering, yeah. the cinematography yeah. in a way ends up suffering. Like you just end up with a whole bunch of cheesy things that don't fit because they're trying to market the 3D. Yeah. And I can understand why people are then moving away from stuff like the 3DS. They want the 2D back. And that's because, again, it's it's gimmicky. Yeah. And in the list of games that the 3DS released, like... There are a lot of things that were given 3D, but it's like they don't even utilize it. And not only that. Or but like, it, I mean, it's a short scene, and it gives you the 3D, and then it goes right back to 2D. So it's like, well, what was the point? Yeah. But not only that, if they, if like, if they wanted people to stick with 3D, then why make the 2DS look yeah, so good? I mean, like, come on. <laughs> they, Nintendo knows what's up. Yeah, they know what's know. up. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things where I, I don't think people were adventurous enough with it. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's a lot of really good filmmakers out there who just didn't show an interest in it. Yeah. And without that kind of support, without the, the real talented support, it just wasn't going to go that far. Yeah. Um, I think it's lasted fairly long. For its run, I mean, if we're talking like five years for more or less a fad, mm -hmm. I think that did pretty well. It's only like the 3DS came out in like two different generations. Like there was the 3DS and then there was the new 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> With the nipple. It has the nipple. Yes. Love <laughs> that nipple, especially in Smash. And slightly better uh, processing. Yeah. 
Which I mean, isn't saying much for a, a Nintendo portable. Well, because the only... I think the only game that utilized the, the better processing was Xenoblade. Uh, yeah. I would well, say... even that, it doesn't look like spectacular. Like, I've been playing it, yeah. and it's not like jaw-dropping. Yeah. But you can't play that on a on a like the original 3ds. Yeah, I think it's because the game's so big. Like, there's a lot to the game. Yeah, um, it needed an extra push from the system. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say also the same for Final Fantasy Explorers. Yeah, mm. yeah, because that's very much an open world. You're you're running from one place to the other, and it's a huge, it's a massive map. The amount of rendering that that would take. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So you know. It's it's just one of those things where even that it's time to to move on to a newer better console anyways. Yeah. Because yeah. we do want something with better processing. Yeah. You know, something with stronger RAM, better displays, you know. We do it every year with our phones. Yep. We do need something that's gonna be you know, obviously you're not going to get 4K on some portable device, but if we could at least get it up to 720p mm-hmm. <laughs> to 1080p, yeah. Um, you know, even if it stays relatively the same size as the current 3DSs, you know, we're not picky on the size. We're not yeah. saying, oh, it's got to be this the thinnest device ever. Yeah. I don't want that. I'm afraid I'm going to break it. I want a little meat to it with the insides that you want you want the quality internals because you know people are going to want to develop for that Mm -hmm. they can make their games look pretty and you'll actually be able to appreciate it and it won't be like super pixelated yeah you know it's not going to struggle to render it's not going to struggle uh, to have that good gameplay, that smooth, crisp gameplay that we all search for. Yeah. You know, I would like to do a online match with someone in a different house and not suffer that crazy leg. Yeah. But that could also come down to, like, your internet connection and stuff like that. I know it can, but we've had that issue with us all together in a single room. Yeah. You know, that's... You know it's the system's problem at that yeah, point. The local. Yeah, when yeah. you're doing local play yeah. and it can't play. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. Even with with two people, sometimes it lags. And you're like, come on. You could at least do two player. Do, do you remember when we would play like Triforce Heroes and oh like, oh lag? Jesus. <laughs> I already hate you guys enough. I don't need to add internet <laughs> to the problem yeah. while playing Triforce Heroes. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about some of the indie games? Do you think uh, we're going to see some some better quality indie games? Absolutely. For the Switch? Yeah, Absolutely. for the Switch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. There's uh, Super Meat Boy Forever 2018. God. I mean, oh, Super the Meat Boy. Doctor, <laughs> the evil Dr. Fetus has kidnapped Meat Boy and bandaged Curl's infant baby girl, Nugget. And you have to retrieve her from his gross clutches. Oh, wow. Sounds like Sonic and Eggman. Honestly, that's that's kind of 
<laughs> that's kind of Super Meat Boy. I'm not going to lie to and you. And not only it's... that, it also sounds like Mario yeah. and Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's what it is in plot line. But essentially, the game is like, have you ever played uh, that online PC game, the hardest game in the world? Where you literally like, yes. you like have a- the stick man and you move back and forth and they're like all sorts of different booby traps. Is it almost like a thousand and one spikes? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 that. Yeah. And I I do give Super Meat Boy props because it has done what a lot of other uh, 2D platformers have failed to do, and that's give a storyline that actually keeps you engrossed yeah. while you are playing the frustration out of that game. Yeah. And grossed out. And grossed. I mean, it's not honestly Super Meat Boy isn't really that gross. Um, if anybody remembers Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That was the game? No, that no, no. more of a show. The, the TV show, yeah. yeah. The, dealing with Meatwad, that's essentially the level of gore and <laughs> yeah. grossness that you're getting in the game. It's not much. We're not talking like the Binding of Isaac type of gore. It's yeah. just fun. And the colors are relatively bright, which makes it even more frustrating because you want to be mad, but the colors are so nice and the music is so nice that you can't really be upset. Like, they, they keep you... Dang it. Yeah. I got to play this. I got to beat it. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see a lot of the indie titles that are that are going to be coming out for for the yeah. Switch. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I haven't had my hands on the Switch, but from the massive amounts of videos that I've watched, the ease of control means mm. that literally anybody can, just pick, can it pick it up yeah. and play, which opens your audience up. So you're no longer limited to age or skill range. Yeah. You're limited, Unless essentially. you don't want to get pwned like a noob. And not only that, but like the <laughs> amount, like it's it's been sold out for quite some time. Yeah. Yes, oh it has. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Um, there is a... I want one. <laughs> an interesting uh, action-adventure game inspired by the indigenous Tarahumara culture, Mulaka. Um, doesn't say too much. But it does say it's got uh, beautiful visuals. Mm, sounds like it would. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how well like an uh, indigenous-based game goes. I would like to... I really hope that they follow the culture properly and make it, you know, both informative and a bit... Act- I'm kind of hoping for, like, the Assassin's creative indigenous people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I'm take uh, your land back one dead body at a time. I feel I feel God. like Mulaka is gonna be like a game for like people who have already finished like beat Breath of the Wild. Yes, and are looking for their next fix of adventure. Yeah. And with so, like a beautiful landscape. Yeah, yeah. And you never know. Like I mean, Pocahontas did that whole thing with like colors of the wind. So you never know like what the <laughs> visuals will be like in this game. And then we're back to the child touching. Oh my okay. god. I'm I'm anticipating that it's going to be a nice mix of uh the the beauty and effortlessness of Breath of the Wild with the the combat and variety of Far Cry. I think if they can mesh it together like that, it'll be a they'll it'll be a flawless game. I'm hoping for like the Red Dead Redemption version. Oh where gosh. it's just <laughs> The level of skilled violence, <laughs> assassination with style. 
Uh, Straight up murking your foes. Yeah. Get I off wanna, my land, bitch. I want to sculpt my own damn bow. <laughs> All right. Hunt some punks down. Take my land back. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dual wielding. Come on. <laughs> it, it would be perfect. Actually, I am kind of hoping Red Dead Redemption for uh, the Switch. Oh, I think geez. it would be an interesting one to kind of go back or even like Red Steel. Mm. Yeah. get that dual you know since you can actually like use both controllers separate yeah. yeah i would like to see them kind of go back that direction where you can bust out the gun take out the sword go to town yeah <laughs> that would be that that's very interesting concept for a game if they did that i mean it would be it would be great yeah. you know especially now we do have same thing Better processing, mm-hmm. better visuals. People are interested in developing for it. Yep. I don't care if the game's even that long. You know? <laughs> as long as I get to stab and shoot someone at the same time. All right? I'm not picky. Priorities. <laughs> Very simple taste here, okay? Just, some some beautiful blood visuals. Just because oh you don't get to do that in real life. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, let's see. We also have Morphe's Law. Ooh, nice uh, play on words. Yeah. Uh, they're calling it the Attack on Titan-esque 3D shooter. That's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Good grief. I would coming, like to see this. Coming in the winter. Uh, players are gross, towering monsters who grow larger as they sever enemy limbs. Wow. wow. And when you're not yeah. <laughs> doing so hot, uh, say you're down a leg or two, you'll downsize into a run. The game's description reads, each weapon hit transfers mass from the victim's inflicted limb to the corresponding limb of the wielder of the weapon. As immediate consequence, skilled players become taller and easy to hit Whereas begin to shrink until they become difficult targets. Brought to you by Kotaku.com. So I guess anything that can happen will happen. Uh, hang on. Nintendo <laughs> is allowing this? Family-friendly Nintendo? Well, it doesn't say it's going to be like... Who said huge, anything? Huge, bloody, gory. It may not be bloody and gory, but... Damn that description! <laughs> I'm excited. Who said? Yeah. Who said like Hanafuda this. was family friendly? That is true. <laughs> Hanafuda is a good time for all ages. Okay, <laughs> if you got money, you got Hanafuda. <laughs> we'll take um, Lunchables too. Lunchables. <laughs> uh, let's see what they're saying. The most exciting game coming: Battle Chief Brigade, combining. Uh, shared interest in destroying battle things chief? and cooking fancy things. Or Battle Chef. I guess Battle Chef. Yeah, Battle Chef. Ooh, I, I know someone who'd be interested in this game already. Cooking so. Mama on steroids? Yeah. Ooh, down. destroying <laughs> things and cooking fancy things. I'm down. I have, I have a friend who's down for that. You'll be hunting monsters and cooking them up to impress critical judges. Oh, I'm excited. Sandra would totally be down for this game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's it's sounding like a mix of uh, Monster Hunter and Cooking Mama. <laughs> I love it already. 
Yeah, I I do think this game has strong potential. Um, it will be interesting to see how far they they take it. You know, being the initial game, I could see this becoming a series and probably like a staple for the system. You never know. It could have been an apprentice of Cooking Mama. Maybe. Can we have Alton Brown make a guest appearance and throw you like a, a <laughs> surprise ingredient like in Chopped? <laughs> that would be so... Or not Chopped. Um, uh, what's that? Cutthroat Kitchen. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be. That would be amazing. <laughs> and it uh, looks like the last game, No More Heroes. Yes. Travis Strikes Again. Wow. Yeah. So they're making a comeback. That's exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's uh No More Heroes. That's is that like a Capcom title? Or I think I actually have it for DS. I don't think it was a Capcom title. I don't think it is. Wait. Well, if it's an indie game, it it shouldn't be Capcom cuz Capcom mm. isn't really that indie. Is it? Uh kind of. I mean <laughs> They're a niche, so they're yeah. kind of indie, eh. in a Cap- manner of speaking. Uh, I can't say like Capcom's really been up to too much lately. I mean, I miss I miss the whole Captain Commando. Like he was one of my favorite character. Well, I mean, the original No More Heroes was a Wii game. It yeah. did have large success, and the second, like the sequel, was underrated uh, for a lot of things that you could do. Yeah, um, and it's not Capcom. It was Grasshopper mm-hmm. that developed it. Yeah, nice. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where they take it. Um, I mean, you know, they already stayed in the title. The main character is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there were a lot of things about No More Heroes two that people liked. Mm-hmm. Um, mechanical, like in the game mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was just the plot seemed to to kill it. I guess there wasn't enough to really grab people the way the first game did. After about halfway through, it kind of just gets repetitive and boring. But I I appreciated the art style. It's very unique. Like when you see No More Heroes, like you know that it's it's No More More Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, it's a good time to bring it back. Yeah. You know? It was a game that did great on the Wii. Now we have the next best thing to the Wii. Well, it's now beat out the Wii. Yeah. The Switch. Or almost beat out the Wii, I think. It's a Switch. <laughs> Gosh. They, they finally switched to something better. I know. Boo. <laughs> Sorry, Wii U. We don't hate you. We just we don't love you either. We've just moved it's a on from the relationship. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm gonna move on from the Wii U. It's gonna stick in my in my room. It's gonna I'm gonna keep playing games on that. It's because you don't have the Switch yet. <laughs> well, I don't know. I when when I get the Switch, I do not know if it's gonna replace the Wii U or if it's gonna um, replace the 3DS or if it's if it's just gonna be just an addition to those two other consoles. Mm-hmm. I mean. Who knows? It's probably just going to be an addition, being as there's games for the Wii U that you have that aren't available on the Switch. Yep. Yeah. Probably aren't going to be available on the Switch. Yeah. Um, sure, there's not a lot of titles, uh, but the ones they do have, you know, we enjoyed playing. So I don't really see it fully killing off the system like Nintendo yeah. did. But I mean, hey, 
it's going to be like the Dreamcast and all the other niche systems. I mean, I'm still waiting on a game and worry, or or is or is there like a game already out there for the Switch that's like Game and Wario? Because I mean, no, I don't think there is yet. Because Game and Wario was a pretty good <laughs> game for the Wii U. Yeah. That uh, I I personally enjoyed playing that, and I beat the game, but like um, uh, like I have also Wind Waker, mm-hmm. HD on my wii u uh and i'm not i'm not gonna get the i'm not gonna get the legend of zelda breath of the wild for the wii u because i'm waiting to get the switch also for myself so i'm gonna get the switch and then i'm also gonna get you know breath of the wild for the switch yeah i think i'm i'm doing the same i'm Mm -hmm. waiting for a switch to arrive in my dreams (laughs) so i can touch it I may cough, cough. No available comment. I may just go pick it up and stop waiting. Yeah, that could happen too. But uh, we got more things to purchase for this lovely house, so yep, so, uh, it's probably getting pushed off again. Yeah. Same, same with my room, you know. Like, but hey, we have we have a whole year. Like, if we didn't move out last month into our new studio space, I probably would have hunted it down like a wild animal. You would have been hungry like the wolf. Oh, Jesus. Or like a wolf. Shout out to Duran Duran. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I guess on that note, <laughs> we'll uh, wrap things up. Okay. You can find us on social media at uh, Two Gays and a Mic. That's the letter two. And the letter two. It gays. Gays and a Mic. And a Mic. We keep it simple. Just like us. I'm the Mike. Mike. I'm Ando, one of the gays. And this is Shanice filling in for Sergio, the other gay. And we bid you adieu. Goodbye. Night, y'all.